0: See you there. No corporate sponsors, no rules. Do it yourself, bring it pop back to its roots. I wanna go, I wanna go to camp on
1: Sylvania. You are now listening to Your Life, The Mixtape.
0: welcome to another episode of your life the mixtape um i in in the almost two years i've been doing this um i i have never been um nervous or excited as much as i am uh today uh this in 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 the pantheon of of interviews for me this is the one this is if i stop doing this tomorrow i've got this one interview and i can i can quit happy um my my guest is an aerospace engineer a presenter a producer the creator of baconeering star and executive producer of the netflix hit baking impossible i they gave a tedx talk at cambridge And they are my personal favorite Bake Off finalist of all time. Please welcome to the show the one, the only, the brilliant Mr. Andrew
1: Smith. Hello, sir. Hello. My gosh, that was a very intense intro. Can I bring you (laughs) everywhere with me, Greg? I feel like you've overstated it somewhat, but thank you very much.
0: I am, I am definitely definitely for hire to just walk in a room before you and I'll learn to like blare a trumpet and just rattle off everything that you've ever done.
1: Yeah, my head's not going to fit out the door now. That was, <laughs> um, that was very generous, but very glad to be here.
0: Um, so do you, when you're baking, do you have like a baking playlist?
1: You know, playlists are a funny thing with me. For a long time, I didn't listen to albums at all. I was very much an individual song kind of guy. So in a way, I've, I've lived my life through playlists. I've never really been one who sticks to an album. I'm very kind of picking and choosing. And I think some real music enthusiasts are usually horrified <laughs> when I revealed that it it was only in my late 20s when I listened to an album through start to end. They thought that was almost sacrilegious. But yeah. Um, yeah i have a bunch i mainly have playlists to do with running but usually spotify radio works wonders i just put on a song related to the mood i'm in and i let the algorithm do the rest
0: that's awesome i love that I, so what is your favorite song right
1: now so right now um i only discovered this artist recently um, he's called rex orange county uh, he's from the south of england and i think he's massive in the states but somehow Completely passed me by, and he's got a song uh, called "Loving Is Easy," which is really peppy and summery. Uh, I'm really enjoying that at the minute. All
0: right, I like that. And and you are you are correct. Absolutely huge here.
1: Yeah, it, well, I I feel like in the UK maybe I'm just maybe I've just missed the boat. I'm a little bit behind on some things, but I've only discovered him recently and thought, oh gosh, he's actually got like a few albums behind him already. He's he's very young and accomplished, but. Um, yeah really enjoying discovering his back catalogue.
0: um who who is an artist uh, that you feel like everybody should be listening to
1: this was another recent discovery it's um a band called flight spelled f-l-y-t-e um they're also another english band but i heard a cover of theirs on youtube recently which blew me away it was a cover of a song called marry me archie um and they are incredible as well and i feel like they they could should have a much larger platform they have gorgeous harmonies they did this harmonized video just in a parking garage but it sounds oh. incredible and it's all a cappella, but they do kind of accompanied stuff with organ piano as well so um yeah i would recommend checking them out
0: i like that i th- almost positive i follow them on twitter i have to double
1: check that i find it very hard to keep um and when i when i was thinking about kind of some of my answers for the podcast today it really highlighted me how bad I am at tracking what songs I've been interested in over time I'm very kind of in the moment you know if I managed to launch something in a playlist great but you know equally something could come into my life and then walk away again so and um, there's not many that have stuck around for the long haul
0: so taking it back a little bit um what is the first song that you remember hearing
1: this was a pretty easy one actually um it's a song called promise me by beverly craven and uh the only reason i remember apparently my mum listened to it when she was pregnant with me (laughs) and for some reason without ever setting out to know all the lyrics i've always just known the song and had an affinity with it and never kind of sat down i always felt like i'd always known it so that is the first thing i remember hearing it's probably links to my earliest memories of childhood i love that
0: that's that's why nobody's ever nobody's ever had a song that like their mom listened to while they were pregnant. It's always, well, when I was a kid, it was so
1: Yeah. Well, we've always found it funny because we've always kind of said it's kind of the song that joins us together. And I, I don't know, you know, I like to think I popped out knowing all the lyrics already. <laughs> Clearly it was around for a lot of childhood years as well. But I think it's um yeah, it's a particularly special song for my mom too.
0: What is the song that always makes you
1: cry oh I cry really easily it songs always <laughs> depending on my mood but at the moment um there's a really gorgeous song by Freya Riddings or Freya Ridings and um, she's an English singer songwriter uh it's called Lost Without You and she's also done a load of covers in train stations and things on pianos which are which are gorgeous but um she's got a very vulnerable vocal which is quite affecting
0: I love her absolutely love her What's your guilty pleasure
1: song? So I don't, I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I think I'm, I'm very much a fan of the don't yuck someone's yum uh, school <laughs> of thought. And, um, you know, there's no accounting for taste, but probably the one that maybe gets me uh, judged the most um, is S Club Party by S Club 7. It is just um, timeless. I would say it's up there with back and Beethoven. We'll look back in 100 years time and it'll be. One that's uh, lasted the course, I'm sure of that.
0: That's the perfect answer to this. Yes, (laughs) I absolutely agree. What is the best song to sing in the shower?
1: just gonna say anything loud um i think i mean usually there's, there's too much kind of gargling going on and water or anything where a music video is set around water might might be a good one for this but anything you can just blare out disguised by all the trickling water is is a good one at the moment probably something by lizzo nice
0: excellent um have you have you taken a listen to um
1: the new album only a few songs on it, actually. I mean, obviously, I've seen um, About Damn Time because that's been, that's been everywhere on, on <laughs> TikTok as well. It seems like that's the main way to try and get your music distributed. Now, if you make it on TikTok, that's your kind of route to chart success. But uh, I haven't actually managed to sit down and listen to the rest of it yet.
0: It's fantastic start to finish.
1: I shall definitely check it out in that case.
0: What song best summarizes what love is?
1: Uh, I'll let you know when I find it. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like about 50% of songs out there are trying to do just that. So it's very much a needle in a haystack um, situation. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't really know. Um, they've all tried in different ways, but um, yeah, I don't have one. I don't have a good answer to that.
0: That's, that's fair. Uh, you know, it's love is different for a lot of different people so it's i'll allow it i'll allow it thank you i get
1: one pass <laughs> one pass.
0: so on the on the flip side of that though uh what is the best song about a breakup
1: i was trying to think about what would what do you want from a, a song after a breakup and i, I think you, we're assuming this is post wallowing in misery Phase. So I would say it's something that kind of gives you a a message that's confident, that means you've learned something from it. So I'm going to choose Happy Ending by Mika, um, which I'd forgotten about its existence. It was around um, kind of in my childhood when I was at school. Forgotten about it for about a decade and then recently performed it at the interval show at the Eurovision Song Contest. And I thought, gosh, Mika's Mika's still going, and he's released a load more music since then. <laughs> so it just reminded me how much I enjoyed that song and listened to it again now as an adult. And the lyrics, um, the lyrics are about a, a, a breakup and what you take away from that. I just thought it was a fun melody when I was younger. So it's interesting when you revisit a song that you enjoyed in your youth. Sometimes it takes on a different angle. I like that. I like that. Not enough, not enough Mika on this show.
0: So I appreciate that.
1: It only gets more mainstream from here on in. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what is a song that you once loved, uh, but you've ris- l- listened to it recently and you realized that it hasn't exactly aged
1: well? Probably one of the ones that I over-listened to when I was in my kind of partying university phase was um, there was one that I just aggressively put on any playlist I could get my hands on, which was "Forget You" by CeeLo Green. Um, and um, is it terrible? I wouldn't choose to listen to it now. I think it's it's a bit like if you have too many sweet treats and you overindulge, you know, you feel a bit sick. And I feel a bit sick of the song at this point because I feel like I probably listened to a decades worth of it in a single year. Um, and it can it can stay in the um, it can stay in the music collection in the background for now.
0: I like that. That's, I had completely forgotten about that song and it was like everywhere for like 10 years. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it, it occupies a very specific <laughs> portion of my life in my mind. So it almost carbon dates me.
0: What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack?
1: I am going to go for something a bit more recent just because I thought it was an excellent pick and it was from the film Promising Young Woman that I think came out last year and they had a cover of um, Toxic by Britney Spears in there that just perfectly suited the mood of the movie. It's very ominous, slowed down and kind of has these plucked strings. It's almost like a, it it sounds like the start to a horror film Um, and I thought that was a fantastic choice. So, yeah, the the cover of Toxic, and Promising Young Woman. And I'm sorry, I can't remember who the artist is.
0: (laughs) What film, start to finish, has
1: the greatest soundtrack? So I'm going to go a bit more. I'm going to interpret this in the kind of classical sense rather than a playlist that's kind of being put together. It's a two-part answer. If it's the... um, playlist that's been put together i'd say 500 days of summer um it's it's fantastic from start to finish if it's kind of the orchestral score um jurassic park um all the music throughout that and the jurassic park theme by john williams he's a an orchestral maestro and he can do no wrong in my book but um yeah depends if you're after a curation of songs or something that's been custom made
0: i like that those are those are both very solid answers well done thank you <laughs> you're killing this <laughs> what um television show has the best theme song
1: uh, i mean i've got to say um, i've got to say the great british bake off don't i i mean it's just <laughs> it's ta- it's timeless i'm almost contractually bound to say that it's got as soon as that music comes on and it has more of an impact now because um if I hear it, it makes me slightly nervous because it feels like I'm back in the tent again. So yeah, it would have to be have to be Bake Off. You know, it's probably not the absolute best, but you know, in terms of my own my own mixtape, my own life, it's definitely the one that has the most significance.
0: I um when I was when I was prepping for this episode, I almost modified that question to say, and you can't say Bake Off.
1: Ah, oh, so... <laughs> okay. well, I've got, I've got around that, haven't I? <laughs> uh,
0: but that is the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> what is the best song from a Disney film?
1: Uh, you know, I haven't seen a lot of the more recent Disney films for shame. I'm kind of queuing them up for um when I'm. I don't know, quarantined or ill again because it would make me feel better. But uh, I chose an oldie. I'll make a man out of you from Mulan. Um, cause it's just got a real, it's got a kind of percussion bit that builds and it's really motivating. And I feel like I could put that on a running playlist and it'll sort me right out. I like that. Um,
0: it is actually on my workout playlist. Uh, so, so great it does choice. work. It's a great it does choice. work. <laughs> uh, what is the song that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, this song comes
1: on, you're going
0: to dance to it.
1: So I went down the wedding route with this one. So a song that I imagine might come up, come on at a wedding and I will be flocking to the dance floor. And I don't know if this translates well over stateside, but um, it was a band, they were around in the 90s called Bewitched. They were an Irish group and they have a song called C'est La Vie, which has an Irish dancing segment. And I can't Irish dance, but for some reason, people expect me to like trot <laughs> on the spot. So usually I'll oblige and try not to twist anything. Uh, but yeah, bewitched sailor V. So if, if there's any kind of North Irish or English friends listening, they'll, they'll know exactly what that is. I don't know if that has ever come out on at a, at a US wedding or if that has the same cultural impact. <laughs>
0: um, so again, full disclosure. Uh, at, at the start of every season of this show, um, some of the questions get changed. and I go through and build a playlist to answer all the questions just so i've got an idea of you know what what the guests are walking into um selavi by bewitched is actually my guilty pleasure song
1: oh <laughs> great well there's no need to be guilty about that
0: what is the song that means the most to you not necessarily because of the song itself. The song itself could be just absolute garbage, but more because of the memories you have attached to it.
1: Uh, so I was going to say "The Promise Me" by Beverly Craven, which is the one that my mum knows. But I thought I should I should go for a separate answer. So um, it's uh, quite this is quite niche. It's down the choral route. So I'm a choral singer, and when I was at university, I had a wonderful time singing in a choir there, and. Um, there's just one song. It was my favorite thing that we did. Uh, and I was just in floods of tears when I was leaving university. Cause I, I really missed it, but it's a, it's an evening hymn by a guy. So it's not, it's not really a song. <laughs> it's more of a <laughs> hymn, but it's called evening hymn by, um, Balfour Gardner. And it's got this soaring organ accompaniment and this four part harmony. And it's kind of the kind of thing I'd want played at my, at my funeral, because if you just hear it in kind of a cathedral or echoey space, even if you don't believe in anything, it, it does it does something to you kind of being surrounded by that noise. Um, so I'd say it's probably the most affecting. I love that.
0: It's the first time anyone's ever given a a, a choral song to. I any
1: I, I recommend even if you don't think it's your thing, just kind of listen to it um, on kind of the loudest speakers you can get a hold of, and tell me it's not kind of got a little bit of magic about okay. it.
0: I'm going to check it out when we get done doing this, and I will definitely let you know. Please do. If you were on RuPaul's Drag Race, what would be your ideal lip sync for your life song?
1: (laughs) Probably a bit of a cheesy choice. I'm going to say um, All Star by Smash Mouth, purely because (laughs) this is just, I'm, I'm picking this sort of technicality because... I want accuracy of words down to the the wire. And I remember when I was a child, for some reason, I just decided I was going to learn it word for word and just sat down for two hours and just remembered it. So everything, it is, it is locked in for life now. So I feel like even under duress, I could quote you the whole of that song uh, as I'm sure lots of other people could as well, but um, yeah, don't know how well it would go down with the other uh, Queens, but uh, that would, that would be my go-to.
0: That's a solid answer. I think that'd be fun. That'd be a, that'd be a fun lip sync for your life. I feel like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Safe. I, 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 maybe it's playing it a bit safe, but I feel like, you, you know, if, if you forget a few words, you look like you're mumbling, you're gone. <laughs> so you got to pick a, pick something robust.
0: What is your theme song?
1: Again, I can't say bake off of this, but can <laughs> I, can I say, um, the netflix show that i've produced is that okay
0: (laughs) i guess yeah
1: that's the closest thing i've been involved in actually making so baking impossible on netflix it would be so i don't think the theme song you know it's fine i don't think it's going to win any awards but in terms of the theme song that would best accompany my life as you know combining baking and engineering in my day job it it does what it says on the tin so it would be the baking impossible theme tune
0: excellent excellent That's a fantastic show, by the way. Well done on that.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, Who is an artist that is considered a one-hit wonder that you feel like should have been bigger?
1: This might be my second pass. You know, I was really scratching my head and going through my playlists. And I think for me, this is difficult because I'm very much a shepherd when it comes to music so w- w- usually what's popular or if a friend's referred something i will follow that group but it means there's not many things that i listen to that are particularly niche or or maybe we're kind of one hit wonders so i feel like a lot of stuff i've listened to they've gone on to have subsequent success so yeah pass for me on that one i wasn't really okay. sure who to that's fair because it's, it's the opposite of throwing someone under the bus it's saying that somebody went away but then should have continued but um Yeah, nothing sprung to mind. Okay.
0: What is the song that reminds you of home?
1: So it would have to be a Northern Irish artist um, to hear that kind of twinge of the accent. And the one that I kind of grew up that was playing in the background of the house was Van Morrison. So anything by Van Morrison. And if you saw the feature film Belfast last year, it's got a wonderful soundtrack that's entirely... Almost entirely Van Morrison tracks, um, which was a real burst of nostalgia. So I'll say "Brown Eyed Girl" uh, by Van Morrison.
0: Nice, excellent answer. That is a fantastic answer. What is the sexiest song?
1: <laughs> I could, <laughs> I can't take this seriously, so I'm going to have to go for uh, a jokey answer or the one. I mean, it's it it's so ridiculous. I I I love it, um, and it's the kind of thing I would if I was making a little Instagram video of something I'd pulled out of the oven, it's the kind of song I'd put on in the background just for a giggle. Um, it's got to be Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. It's um, it's just so, it's it's got such a pulsing beat at the beginning. It never fails to make <laughs> me laugh. But I, I would never expect it to be seriously used in any sort of <laughs> romantic scenario whatsoever, purely for ripping the piss out of my own baking
0: there are uh people in the states who would disagree with you um
1: right well good luck to them that's (laughs) what i say
0: but now also next time you do a baking video on instagram you you have to use that song
1: absolutely absolutely
0: what is the song that defined your generation
1: I'm probably an awful person to ask about this, but um, the song I think that would most resonate with my age group and when we were sort of in our early 20s, you know, working out who we were, uh, probably something by Taylor Swift. um, Because, I mean, she's had a pretty big cultural impact and has moved a lot uh, over the years, but probably um, Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, I'm going to say, because I feel like it's pretty ubiquitous
0: solid answer good answer really that any anything off the 1989 album could probably be used um, oh yeah yeah
1: yeah it's hard hard to pick it's like picking children isn't it but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i i I also quite like how also i think a lot of people relate to her you know now re-recording her stuff and kind of taking ownership over the label i feel like there's a there's a resilience and fighting back there that appeals to our generation specifically, kind of you know, raging against the machine. So, um, I think she's yeah, she's locked in. As you know, she's one of ours. We're keeping hold of her.
0: Excellent. What song is for you the greatest song ever written?
1: Oh, so um, yeah, objectively the greatest ever written. I think this is really difficult. So I'm going, I interpreted this as the most kind of technically accomplished uh, or maybe covered the most ground. So I went for Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen because if you take different portions it's kind of like a whole album within a single song. And I don't think anybody's really done that before or since it's like a little mini opera. So I think that's pretty epic achievement. Excellent
0: answer. Excellent answer. One of one of the more popular answers to that question.
1: Yeah, well, you know it's' it's, it's <laughs> one of the greatest for, for a reason. I don't think many other people could get away with it.
0: This is true. I, what is the song that you've listened to the most?
1: I've gone data driven. So I logged onto my Spotify. Uh, you can, you can find your Spotify analytics online. And, um, I went to the one that I've most listened to in the last 10 years. And the answer really surprised me actually. (laughs) Um, it was, um, it's by an artist called Lauv and it's called the story never ends. And I don't know what, I think I just maybe listened to this on repeat, uh, in kind of 2019, uh, and the start of 2020 way too much because it's kind of leagues above the next highest thing on there. So either I was playing it in my sleep or I had it on every playlist or um, I kept on trying to harmonize with it whilst I was cooking in the kitchen. But apparently that is objectively the song I've listened to the most.
0: Excellent. Excellent answer. I I like all of his stuff. So well done. I have lost my place on this list. Um, where are we at? Oh, uh, what is what is the greatest music video of all time?
1: Again, for this one, I was thinking just most ridiculous and the one. I have really bad memory for music videos in general. So I went for Total Eclipse of the Heart. There's a lot Ooh. of, kind of cheesy, cheesy wedding bangers on here. But um, it's got such an outrageously high budget music video with the flowing curtains and the moonlight and the dramatic plot and it's just peak 80s nonsense I love it um i think sometimes now i oh, some of the music videos they can occasionally be a little bit on the side of kind of narcissistic or self-involved so um i quite enjoy how that leans into its ridiculousness
0: i love that one of if if ever there like if any song from the 80s has persevered the test of time. It is total eclipse of the heart.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? I hope Bonnie is rolling in royalties because she deserves it. Yes.
0: What is the greatest musical collaboration of all time?
1: My knowledge here is again limited. Uh, so I'm going recent with this and the one that I thought was the most unexpected but delightful pairings, which was the appearance of Shania Twain alongside Harry Styles at Coachella. And I, nice. I didn't watch any of the rest of the coverage. But when I saw <laughs> that, that popped up on Twitter and I watched that segment. I thought, that's pretty great. I got I was lucky enough to see um, Shania Twain a few years ago. Uh, she toured to Belfast and I went to see her with my parents and my friend, my friend's parents, and it was such a good gig. <laughs> I
0: like that. I'll agree to that. I'll agree to that. If if you could have a song play whenever you enter a room, what would it be?
1: I think you want to set the set the scene, be a bit mischievous maybe. Um, so I went for I Knew You Were Trouble When You Walked In by... Taylor Swift. Uh, I was trying to think of something witty and either baking or engineering related, but I just think that would that would turn heads, get people laughing. Um, especially if it was a room of new people, I feel like it would then just be a good intro to just break the ice and go over and get chatting. So I think I'd choose something quite funny.
0: That is a fantastic answer to that question. Oh, I've, I hate
1: that I I, I didn't. I hate that I didn't think of that. I mean, it's it's more funny if you needed to go out and grab something from the other room and then it kept on playing. I imagine the novelty (laughs) would wear off pretty quickly.
0: This is true. Uh, What is the song that, no matter what kind of playlist you're making, no matter what kind of vibe you're going for, this song always makes an appearance?
1: So I'm going to challenge this question and I I'm going to say that song doesn't exist because if it's got to cover every vibe, I don't know any song that covers every vibe. So I'm going to go for the thing that probably hits most often the kind of thing I'm going for, which is more like an upbeat playlist, because I, I don't know if there is a song that can you can listen to when you're happy, sad, hopeful, running, chilling. So, um, again, I've gone back to Shania because I grew up with her. My mum had the multi CD thing in the car where we just listened to Come On Over. On repeat so I just feel like I know all those songs backwards so that don't impress me much by Shania Twain um, that could also be a good one for walking into the room actually now that I think of it. Hmm.
0: Excellent answer though um, but to to answer uh, your challenge to the question um, the song is Jolene by Dolly Parton.
1: Interesting interesting yeah okay i well (laughs) interesting interpretation i respect your choice
0: (laughs) (laughs) so this next uh question is a three-parter what is your go-to house cleaning song
1: um House cleaning, interestingly, controversially, will be a podcast. Oh. Um, so it will probably be a true crime podcast or one of the ones on BBC Signs. So um, yeah, if I'm if I'm doing something my if I'm baking, doing something that I'm enjoying, music in the background is fine because I'm absorbed in the task. But if it's housework where I want to be my mind to be actively distracted elsewhere, I'll choose something with talking. Okay
0: first time of first time somebody's used podcast for that i like it yeah so i'm
1: breaking i'm breaking the <laughs> the boundary of the questions here nah. taking liberties
0: i appreciate it i'll allow it um what is your go to workout song
1: workout song um at the moment would be um kiss me more by doja cat um nice. just cuz i just we have we have park run over here which is where a whole group of us go and kind of run at a park on a Saturday morning it's all across the UK and I think now the world but at the beginning when everybody's kind of leaving the start line and and breaking away uh, I think it's just a great tune
0: and final part to uh this question what
1: is your go-to
0: driving
1: song so uh someone said recently and I thought it was very true that George Ezra is kind of like the Michael Bublé of summer, um, which it's it's kind of distinguishes something which I've struggled to express. So probably something by George Ezra and maybe shotgun by George Ezra with the windows down, sunroof open, if I'm lucky enough to have a sunroof um, (laughs) and the sun blaring down. um, I feel like that's that's summer in a bottle. That's
0: the Michael Bublé of summer. That is, yeah, that... Yeah, that, that that's just completely blown my mind, uh, <laughs> because it's so true. I, what is one song that you would give anything to see played live?
1: So a month ago, I would have said um, seeing Adele live. say so something like Set Fire to the Rain. Um, and I'm luckily enough, a few weeks ago, my friend managed to get tickets. So I got to see it, which was amazing. So I got to see Adele for her first performance in the UK um, for I think about five years in Hyde Park. She did an incredible set. Um, and I got to see it. So I've I've ticked it off the bucket list now. I'm so jealous. She awesome. was she was very, very good. She sounds in real life just like she does on the album. It's quite extraordinary. Oh. So,
0: um, you are at uh, the gates of whatever kind of afterlifey type thing um, that you believe in, and before they'll let you through, uh, they're making you a lovely welcome basket. There's muffins and some brochures of stuff that happens on the other side, um, but they are also making a mixtape of your life now. Andrew Smith, the most important question that you will answer in this time that we have spent together. What is the first song on that (laughs) mixtape?
1: Well, in keeping with the rest of my answers, I'm going tongue in cheek here slightly. And I've said Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Um, slightly as a two fingers to the fact that it's all over and that you know I've arrived but also optimistic um, and it's a good boogie isn't it so I like to think that's how I'd spend my time wherever I ended up
0: that is a fantastic answer I
1: well done you have you have absolutely killed this I'm going to put all these into a playlist now, actually, but I need to find some way to attach the question to each of these in the Spotify playlist. <laughs> um,
0: thank you so much for this. Um, this has been an absolute delight. I have enjoyed every second of this.
1: Um, oh, thank you very much for having me. It's, um, It was very thought provoking actually having to, kind of think about significant songs that have marked different bits in your life so um yeah it's been a pleasure um and
0: you know what's if if you've got anything to plug or you want to drop your social media handles uh you are you are more than welcome to to do that
1: Nothing to plug apart from just, you know, encouraging everybody to watch Baking Impossible if they haven't already, or if you've got family or little ones who are interested in how things work in engineering, I think they're going to love it. And um, yeah, feel free to re- reach out on social media. I'm at Cakesmith, spelt with a Y instead of an I on all social media.
0: Again, thank you. I, I have loved this.
1: Thanks very much, Greg. It's been a real pleasure.